Welcome to episode 15 of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. My name is Will Rice, and today we are talking about interviews. From the Pro Voice Guy studios in San Antonio, Texas, welcome to the Pro Voice Guy podcast. If you have a podcast or are thinking about starting one, this is the place for advice on how to make your show sound great. Plus, tips on hosting, promotion, software, social media, and other sometimes random topics. Pro Voice Guy Podcast. The podcast about podcasting. Before we jump in, let me say, wow, it's been a while since we've had an episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. I've been busy, busy, busy producing other people's podcasts, which is fun, and also doing uh, podcast technical reviews. You still have a chance to get one for free. Just go to provoiceguy.net forward slash review. It's absolutely free. I will take a listen to a bit of your podcast and send you a full report on things that I think maybe you could do better. Trust me, I'm always gentle. I also like to point out some of the best things about your podcast, but then just offer you some tips and tricks to make it sound even better by your next episode. All right, we're talking about interviews. Interviews are one of the most fascinating aspects of podcasts. There are, of course, some podcasters like me who have never featured an interview. But for some podcasters, interviews are the very lifeblood of every episode. And for others, they're an occasional feature. So whether interviews are a regular feature of your podcast or if they only come along every once in a while, you want to do everything you can to make them sound great. And as I produce podcasts and do technical reviews, I often find that they might be a really high quality podcast. But when they get to the interview, they have some technical issues. You know, and those are okay. People are patient, but we want to remove anything that gets in the way of your content. So I'm going to be focusing on in-person interviews during this podcast, and that's not the only way. There are a ton of ways to record interviews, and technology has made interviewing someone in a remote location easier than ever. But sometimes you get to be in the same space as your guest, and this creates some great opportunities that are just not available when your guest is talking to you over the phone or Skype or Zoom or some other connection. However, that in-person interview also has some pretty unique challenges. Professional podcasters often have access to broadcast-grade studios. They're designed and equipped for flawless-sounding audio with one or many participants. But most podcasters, especially the ones who listen to this podcast, don't have that luxury. And that's okay. The point here is to make the best of what you have and make your interviews sound as professional as possible. So I'm going to give you five tips to help your in-person interview sound great. Number one, choose a good space to record your podcast interview. Now, I know a lot of podcasters have found really excellent acoustical spaces in which to record their podcasts. They're excellent acoustical spaces. They might not look cool. It may be a closet or just a small space that you've covered up with a ton of blankets, or maybe you have uh, found a space and you've got some sound conditioning stuff in there. But unfortunately, sometimes the place where the show is typically recorded isn't well suited for guests. As I've said, I know a a ton of podcasters who record their shows in the closet, and not every guest is going to feel comfortable joining you there. So moving to a bigger space makes things a lot more comfortable, but it may come with its own acoustical challenges. Listen to this. 
So, this sounds a bit different. I'm recording on my Blue Yeti microphone and I'm in my dining room. It has high ceilings, windows, and zero sound conditioning. You can actually pick up the sounds of just about everything going on in my house. I'm gonna come back in here in just a bit to share some more about working in this space. If you go to my blog, provoiceguy.net, uh, I cover some tips for choosing the right space or improving the sound of your current space, which could help with issues like that. But no matter what space you're in, the acoustics are going to become more challenging with a guest. The fact that you have to record an additional voice adds the potential for a lot more room noise and echo. If you're lucky and you're using a separate mic for your guest, you're going to have a second live mic picking up background noise and echo. If you're sharing a mic, which happens a lot, uh, likely you will both be a little further away than usual, meaning the gain will need to be increased and with it, the room noise. Okay, tip number two, take full advantage of your microphone. It is excellent if you have separate microphones for you and your guest, but some podcasters just can't afford that yet. However, if you have the right mic, you still have some options. One of the most popular brands of microphones for podcasting, Blue, offers adjustable pickup patterns in both their Snowball, though not the Snowball Ice, the regular Snowball, and the Yeti microphone. If you're using a snowball, you have the option to switch the pattern to omnidirectional. And that just means that the mic will pick up sound coming from all directions. And that means your guests can sit across the table from you in a natural interview setup. Just remember this, with an omnidirectional pattern, you will be picking up sound coming from every part of the room. With a Blue Yeti, you have even more flexibility. It also has the omnidirectional option, but it also has a bi-directional setting. And this will pick up sound only from the front of the microphone and the back. The setup can be the same as mentioned above with your guest across a table from you. However, there will be substantially less room noise as the mic will only be recording sound coming from the directions of you and your guest, not the sides. All right, I'm back in the dining room and I have my son Josh with me. I'm still on the Blue Yeti microphone. Say hi, Josh. Hey, how are you? I'm great. All right, so right now I have my mic in cardioid mode. It's only picking up me. So, uh, Josh, what school do you go to? Bradley Middle School. Okay, so he's not picking up very well, but the nice thing is on my Blue Yeti, I can turn it around and I can switch it. I'm going to first go to omnidirectional mode. This should be a little better. It's picking up on all sides of the mic. Uh, Josh, what is your uh, favorite subject? Well... I have to say social studies. All right. That's a lot better, but you can uh, hear it's even picking up even more room noise. So now I'm going to put it in bi-directional mode. All right. Now I have it in bi-directional mode. Hey, uh, Josh, do you uh, play any sports? Yes, I play basketball, football, track, and some golf. All right. What's your... Wow. See, that's what happens if you're not in a sound-conditioned room. So out of all of those, that's the dog coming down the stairs. This is awesome. Uh, so what is your favorite sport? Basketball. Which sport are you the best at? Basketball. All right. All right. I'm going to go back to my sound-conditioned studio. Okay, but what if you don't have the uh, blue Yeti or the blue Snowball or another direction with adjustable pickup patterns? Well, in the right space, any decent microphone can get reasonable results. The most important thing is to pay attention to your microphone's pickup pattern. If your device has only one pattern, you will need to make sure that you and your guest are positioned correctly. Most single pattern microphones have a cardioid pattern, 
meaning they capture the sound directly in front of the mic. That means that you and your guest will both need to be on the same side facing the mic. It may be a little bit weird, a little bit uncomfortable sitting there on the same side of the table, but it will ensure the best possible sound. Next tip, number three, wear headphones if possible for your podcast interview. If there is any way possible, the host should wear headphones during the interview. Now, it's even better if the guest can wear them, but really, if you can just get them on you, the host. I recommend headphones all the time since they can help you hear what the mic is picking up. Now, this is especially important during an interview. It'd be really disappointing to find out later that there was a distracting noise in the background or the guest level was too low. Very often when I'm producing a podcast for somebody else, it's from a new client who found me because they recorded like the greatest interview with somebody they had been trying to get forever. And there was something wrong. There was a noise in the background or their guest's mic was way too low and they hire me to try to fix it, which I usually can, but it can get kind of expensive. Now, I realize that the headphone thing is not possible for everyone. Depending on your setup, you may have to deal with headphone latency issues. In other words, if your headphones are plugged into your computer, the sound in your headphones may be delayed just enough that it is too distracting to listen. Now, you can avoid that by using a microphone with a built-in headphone jack like the Blue Yeti, or using an analog mic plugged into a digital audio converter, or using a standalone recorder with a headphone jack. If latency is an issue or headphones aren't an option, here's what I recommend doing. Record some test audio with you and your guest, or if you can't do that, use a stand-in to sit where the guest will be, record it, and play it back and listen for any issues before you get started with the interview. Okay, tip number four. Don't talk when your guest is talking. Now, at first glance, this may look like some form of interview etiquette or good behavior. However, I am sharing this from a technical production perspective. It is difficult to conduct a great interview without the occasional moment of the guest and the host talking at the same time. However, from a technical perspective, avoid it whenever you can. Why? Two reasons. Levels and editing. Many podcasters are recording their interview to a single audio track and sometimes with a single mic. And that means on the post-production end, it can be difficult to adjust for differences in audio levels. For instance, if on listening back you realize that your audio is much louder than your guest, it is not as simple as raising or lowering the gain because they're both on the same channel. Because raising and lowering the gain will change the whole track, both the host and the guest. There are some workarounds for this, but they are much more difficult to deal with when two people are talking at the same time. Another problematic thing about the guest and host talking at the same time is editing. Often when editing someone's podcast, the host requests an edit at a certain point in the interview. If the host and the guest were on separate isolated audio channels, this might be a quick edit. But when they are not, the edit often becomes impossible because while the guest paused, the host was still talking or the other way around. An easy edit turns into a situation where it's nearly impossible to make it sound clean. Tip five, consider using multi-track. Okay, if you're conducting interviews as a regular feature of your podcast, you may want to consider recording in multi-track. Now, multi-track recording is the process of recording separate audio tracks from multiple inputs at the same time. For instance, you might record your host audio on track one and your guest audio on track two. 
Conveniently, later you can add music and transitions on additional tracks. When you're done recording and editing, you can mix down the multiple tracks into one for mono or two for stereo. In this mixing process, you can independently adjust the levels, the equalization, and the effects on each track. Now, this is standard work I do when editing and producing podcasts. Perhaps the guest is louder than the host, and I can even those levels out, add compression or EQ differently to each track so both sound great. It's even better when I have like four guests or two hosts and three guests. If they're all in a separate track, I can do wonders. Now, this may require some equipment or software upgrades. You'll need at least two microphones. If there are USB mics, you can just plug them in. If you're using analog mics, you'll need a digital interface that accepts more than one microphone. Common audio software that maybe you're already using for your podcast, like GarageBand, Audacity, and Adobe Audition, they have multi-track recording built in. There are also many field recorders that are set up for recording multiple tracks from multiple sources. The one thing to remember is that all of these tips still apply. Although having each person on their own track gives you more flexibility to fix problems in post-production, it's way better to eliminate the problem in the recording, especially for your producer if it's somebody other than you. This is especially true for number five, if you're doing a multi-track recording, because unless you happen to be in a professional studio or you have your guest in a separate room, a little bit of both voices will end up coming through both microphones or with multiple guests and hosts, all the microphones. You might try to mute one channel and realize that much of the sound is still present as it was picked up on the other mic. Okay, final thoughts on the interview. Please, 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 please don't let any of this scare you away from interviews. I would rather hear a great interview with audio problems than miss out on the information and interaction. I mean, I've heard some interviews that are so compelling that I don't care if they're static, distortion, anything. However, my technical tips are always about not letting anything get between your content and your audience. So if you're doing interviews and you would like those interviews to sound better, consider just picking one tip at a time and slowly improve your interview audio until it sounds just like the pros. That's it for this episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. If you'd like me to take a listen to your podcast to make some helpful suggestions, just go to provoiceguy.net forward slash review. While you're there, if you want a snazzy new podcast intro, outro, or anything like that, I would love to help. The Pro Voice Guy podcast is recorded in the Pro Voice Guy studios here in San Antonio, Texas on a Mac Mini with Adobe Audition software. Thanks for listening.